Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing radio podcast extravaganza with me, your host, Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Nice. Yeah. Deep stuff. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not just any Thursday, though. It's the Thursday before Halloween. Mm. I mean, it's the Thursday that is Halloween. You've gotten a, you've gotten a spook behind the peaky curtain. Uh, uh. What I meant was a peak behind the spooky curtain. <laughs> Man, I tried to tell the uh, clerk at the grocery store across the street uh, because he is just this super exuberant, constantly happy, really talkative guy who has not worked at this place for very long. Uh-huh. Uh, he was talking about Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, oh, and I right. tried to tell him my uh, Bark Zuckerfer joke, how Mark, Mark Zuckerberg's dog is named Bark Zuckerfer. Yep. But what I said was, Mark Zuckerberg's dog is named Zark Buckerfer. <laughs> and, and he asked, so then that, that was like, that could have been true. <laughs> right? <clears throat> Zark? Zark Buckerfer. And then he said, does he really have a dog named Zark Fuckerberg? <laughs> well, he and I does said, no, now. I just, I just made all of this up. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. I was like, and I I was standing in line, and I was deba- I was with C D Moyer, and I was debating like, fuck, do I do I tell this stupid joke to this guy? Is he gonna think it's funny? It, uh, like, is Zark everyone else? <laughs> yeah, and then I just completely fuck it up. I talk myself into actually saying a thing out loud, and then I just fuck it up. I don't know what it is about that grocery store. Like the other day, I was like, ah oh, man, I need to make a joke about this to this lady, but what if it's what if it's super creepy? She was like, she had a stroller with like a giant cucumber in it, and she was holding her baby. <laughs> and I and I just I looked into the stroller and I was like, ma'am, I, I think there's something wrong with your baby. <laughs> um, and then she and then she laughed, and it wasn't it wasn't. Cre- but I don't know, man. Uh, reading on the internet about how you you're not allowed to make eye contact with or speak to strangers uh, in case you're in case you're oppressing them it gets me scared yeah, but then I, I think, think oh wait think people in the real world are not assholes on the internet actually yeah they are but people are, okay well but they're they're all stuck inside because they're all on the internet all the time oh they just they exist on the internet like yeah like you can't actually meet from those 2001. People. Oh, okay what what hap- what's what are those documentaries where they track down some online troll and yell at them and then their dad thing? takes away their computer. Is that a thing that happens? There's, I remember seeing it. I remember seeing like some some guy. Some Are you British thinking maybe of like Clerks too? No. Are you thinking Just of maybe to... Clerks too? I am now. Yeah. I'm thinking of making Clerks three. <laughs> I'm license license that lucrative property. That'd be weird to just license a a movie. <laughs> series and make another one in that series i think it would be so weird that you wouldn't be able to do it at all like i think especially like if you a guy who had never made a movie just walked up to kevin smith and said hey can i license clerks too my name is really close to yours he would say what uh what are you willing to pay for it and you would say well i think there are two or three m&ms in the floorboard of my car that I would give you in exchange for the rights to yeah. this movie. And that's sure more than you're getting no. for it now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Right now there are zero offers on the table. So my, o- my offer of three stepped M&Ms on in your hand. Yeah, three stepped on M&Ms. <laughs> because, you know, we put baby powder in them because the chocolate's less pure. Ah, anyway, guys, wow. how's, how's it I going? It took me a minute to, to put that together. Kingdom of loathing. <laughs> yeah. 
we got to do kind of a shortest show because we... So we need to just talk much faster. Yeah, we yeah. do. We need to run over and have some dinner. We need to have a couple beers. And then we have to come back here and record a video game, hot dog. And then we have to get back on the internet, KOL, roll out accordion thief event conclusion and the new accordion thief skills. And that's going to be fucking great. And then I should probably work on the item of the month because <laughs> it's tomorrow. Yep. The item of the month is probably going to be late. Somebody was asking for a preview and that's, that's the preview. True. It's probably going to be late. Why? No, let's just do it. Let's get it done. Just finish it tomorrow morning? Yeah. Okay. Come on. We had said... We were. I. I had said I'm only giving this a day. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't use an entire day. I forgot day that not that over. day was Wednesday. Sure, day is not over. Yeah. Yeah. If you can work for a while after recording. Yeah. Tonight. Actually, you're not gonna have shit to do while I'm rolling out this event stuff. True. So you can work on item of the month stuff. Yep. I'm no working on. I'm actually working on the item of the month right now. Are you? In my head. Nice. <laughs> well, uh, Hamfish writes. Questions. Do you guys have a favorite spooky book slash movie? If so, what is it? I hmm. am partial to the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that just because that was the first scary thing that you saw? No, it's it's genuinely pretty good. Okay. Like, I saw it a bunch of times as a kid. Like, it was the first scary thing that I got, like, obsessed with as a kid. Hmm. The things that actually scared me as a kid, like, Predator was really scary to huh. me as a kid. And Alien the, yeah, first alien the first was alien really freaked scary. me the fuck out. Yeah, um, I couldn't watch the. I, I basically had to turn it off the first couple of times that I was exposed to it. Um, right when they started looking through the like alien uh, eggscape. Mm-hmm. To, uh, Predator actually led me to this weird. Like I remember this as a very little kid. Like to this weird examination of whether my fear was rational or not. Because we were driving home. And dad pointed out at the woods and said, what do you think? You think he's out there? And I said, well, I wasn't worried that he was out there last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, huh, good point. So. Um, I, so, like, I think, I don't know if you can be rightly called a scary movie, but Cabin in the Woods is sort of my, my most Cabin in the Woods was really good, yeah. It was sort of sort a of... meta-scary movie, but it was yeah. super well done. Um, I think the scariest thing that I appreciate is the ring the american version of the ring and i've only seen it once and i am kind of just too freaked out to watch it again hmm. i have only seen part of it which i feel like kind of ruined, ruined it. it for except i think of it as this thing that's real scary just super cre- like the stuff with the, the vi- out. the stuff the actual stuff with the videotape or like scrolling off the edge and yeah. seeing crazy shit and then that fly coming up like that was fucking spooky yep. and i don't think that they ever explain that no nope. The only time I can ever remember being scared by a book is The Shining, and I think it's just because I was so traumatized by hmm. the movie, hmm. like the the corpse lady in the movie, that that part of the book, I mean, I guess, though, it has to have actually been scary in the book to have been scary, right? It couldn't have just right. been channeling Cooper's I guess it could have triggered, it could be, it, there could have had a lack of trigger warning on the, <laughs> the book cover. Maybe that's what I'll do for for Halloween is read The Shining. That sounds like a good idea. I haven't read that Just in a long time. Cover to cover? Yeah, why Riff, not? Riff has that <laughs> problem where he once he starts reading something, he can't put it down. Yeah. Read it That's what you will give a trick-or-treaters is J- the uh, pages that I've read already. single pages of The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh man, don't and just make sure that you guys don't bring these back together, or you will release Stephen King from the book in which he is imprisoned. Are you going to? Uh, are you going to buy some candy and leave the porch light on, Riff? Or are you going to? No, gonna I'm, I'm probably going to hermit again. Okay. Hmm. 
in in regards we, to we movies, a, we don't I'm get not, a ton of kids in the the the, the neighborhood of the office. I yeah, like. they've all already been murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I don't watch a lot of scary movies because I find that horror movies generally are either too scary for me or too dumb for me. But I really, really enjoy uh, the first two and the fourth Hellraiser movies and all of the Phantasm movies. Because they're really okay. thick with like world building and, and interesting ideas and mysteries that, that don't get explained. Some time poking around on like a Hellraiser wiki. And that's kind of interesting. I mean, it seems like I think I saw the first Hellraiser and I was like, wow, there's, this is nothing like what I expected because mm-hmm. it's sort of like, it's just sort of a scary movie about like a corpse guy on the floor, right? Is, it not, is that not one of the ones with the Le Marchand's box or whatever? Yeah. It is, but yeah. I think you barely see, like it's, it, like it's like the shark in Jaws, right? Like oh. the, the Cenobites are barely touched on. You, it's like, just a, you see just a flash huh. of them, right? Yeah, like, it's it's I mean, mainly like, about just, like, Uncle a, Frank. Isn't it right? Yeah, it's been a while then, since but then it becomes the like, one. and then the later movies, like I feel like, start largely taking place in hell. Yeah, huh. uh, and they just develop the characters of all of these people, and like this is how they, this is what they did to get there and huh. stuff, and like it's just a bunch of like. I think I've only ever seen the first one, so I don't know. In a, in a way, did. Hellraiser was kind of early like torture porn stuff, right? Mm, because yeah, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, this is a terrible thing that, that somebody did to somebody. I mean, it's sort of like, this is what happened to the victims in Seven after they died. Right. Um, yeah. Cool. What are your thoughts, continues Hamfish, on the following skill suggestions? Raise bread, turns wads of dough into loaves of bread. Animate bread, consumes a loaf of bread for a short duration buff, similar to how using a skeleton gives you a skeleton helper for a while. These are obviously a play on raise dead and animate dead that are standard in lots of fantasy RPGs. I was going to suggest this for the Mist class revamps, but since they're not pasta or sauce related, they don't really fit. Uh, you know, like a bread wizard would be cool, too. Yeah. Um, what is a way to work that into a joke name? Hmm. What's, uh, what, how does a red wizard work in Final Fantasy? Hmm. Aren't they just? Don't they just have some black wizard spells and some white wizard spells? Bread wizard shot might the be food. true. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Because I mean, cheese wizard, like that's just obvious, right? Cheese wizard is awesome. <laughs> uh, one of his spells. I thought about this the other day. Dairy air. It's just a cloud of uh, foul smell. Mm. Methane. Okay. Yeah. Get it? Because it's like butt. And also, it's dairy. Like this is this this is a yep. cheese waft, right? <laughs> cheese waft. <laughs> yeah, it's nature's bounty, but it's actually nature's bounty, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, bread, bread. What, what kind of? The, so there's like warlocks and thaumaturges, and there's like uh, I don't know. You know, there's a necromancer. Magicians. So. You got flour, and you got dough, and you mm-hmm. got yeast. Yeast master isn't really. A, <laughs> no, like that sounds terrible. That's like, the, that's like the barbarian. That's the bread barbarian. <laughs> sure, or the or the like poisoner, the, the the assassin that only poisons ladies and not fatally. Right. Oh. Also, do you have any way of seeing how much meat there is in the game currently? Is the amount of meat in the kingdom increasing, or are meat sinks like the clan dungeons keeping it pretty much stable? Ah, uh, we don't really pay attention to it anymore. I, I every now and then I sort of look into it, and it is it is increasing. There is definitely uh, meat inflation, um, but it's not like crazy. It's not insane. really having a seriously noticeable impact on the economy for the man on the ground, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think you see it a lot in like Mr. A inflation prices, right? Like, because that's probably the most ready large ticket item. Everything else has so much like weird external stuff going on. Normal market variation, whereas the Mr. Accessory market is consistent enough. Relatively, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. He says, finally, care to give any small clues about the next item of the month and or the next challenge path? I'm excited for both. Well, you shouldn't be excited about the next challenge path because the Crimbo challenge path is always the boring challenge path. Um, I don't know. Have I said... Have I said out loud that I'm gunning for getting the revamps done? I don't know. In time for the next challenge path? I think I, I, think I can. I still think I can. That's, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. We got we to gotta just bust our asses. But we've been busting our asses, bro. Sure. Fucking, I just, I said, I had said on a Monday show that I didn't expect the current desert and oasis to last past uh, Halloween. And then yesterday I was like, oh, fuck. I promised that I would do this. So I spent, you know, I mean, I spent a bunch of time thinking about that. Like the compass, I spindled the compass when I did the shore revamp because I was like, oh, that's what I'll do. And then uh, did that in like, I don't know, 36 hours. Why is a compass rose called a compass rose? Uh, I don't know. Right? Like, that's. I mean, why is a compass called a compass? I mean, the compass part I get, the rose part I do not. Oh, because it's a half wumpus, half cunt. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. That's how you spell it, right? C U M P U S. It's like (laughs) a little kid's wish list to Santa. Krampus. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dear Krampus, I would like a compass <laughs> and a rose. Uh, Explorfa says, if you could remove one letter from the English alphabet, which one would it be? I'm torn here because I I would probably, if I were honestly answering this question, I would say J. Yeah, I would as well. But that would I'm, have significant but I'm impact. Jick, and I'm also Zach Johnson, so I don't want to be Ick or Zach Onsen. Sure, you do. I don't really. Ick Onsen? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, I could, I, Ick. Yeah, no, that's terrible. That's terrible. Wikipedia, I mean, I guess I could be Yick. Wikipedia says it's a compass rose just because of the all the ornamentation that they did when they drew them on maps in the early days. It depends. Huh. I mean, that's... So, so maps that are traditionally shaped have a compass rose, but maps that are taller than they are wide have a compass, compass columns. columns. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you were right there. Oh, right there. I get it. You were trying to make that. You were thinking of making that joke, and I you elected not to. I no? wasn't, but it 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 all came together. Um, so what about you, Riff? What letter would you remove? Uh, I missed the question because I was looking at Wikipedia. What was the question? No, oh, if you could remove one letter from the English alphabet, which one would it be? Oh wow. Hmm. I really like this idea because having twenty-five letters would yeah, make it makes so things yeah, nice. easier. You could you could remove the J and just use I's like the Romans did. You could remove the W yeah, and just use two V's. Um, <laughs> sure. Or two U's. Yeah, two like U's. The freaking the, yeah, letter. That, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, okay. That was, sure. That sure. always drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, it's like W in Spanish, and it's yeah. like that makes some fucking sense. Yeah, it does but make then, sense. The, but then they also have doble L, which is not like Yasa. what. Come on, don't do that. And that's just a Y. Like, they don't even need it. Mm-hmm. So what the heck? Do they have Y? They have Y. Yeah. Yeah. Yapatos. <laughs> uh, Canifier40 says, So, uh, I'm not sure how to phrase this without painting myself as an ass. Hmm. 
Hmm. That's weird. So like you do a the sort of do like a caricature of yourself as bottom from pin your tail on uh, yourself. Summer Night's Dream. So let's go for bluntness about that coherent static. Yeah. What about it? Uh. Hmm. Yeah. What? Huh? It's weird. The way that got found surprised me. But I'm I'm actually I'm actually really happy. It's with it. fine. Yeah. 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 It's not like that was not. That doesn't ruin it in any meaningful way. Yeah. Uh, also, I ran some math on the new Desert Oasis. It is a massive improvement. Best revamp yet. Seriously, A+. Thank you so, so much. Well, I'm glad to have made some fun game content that the math reveals is an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, math but wizards. I mean, I... Math but, uh, I, No, I get it. Like, that, that, like, the old Desert and Oasis was always bullshit, right? And this, I did not even realize that your uh, Killing Jar joke was a Susie and the Banshees Oh, reference. yeah, it took me, like, and, all day to find a decent British rock band reference that I could use for that. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah... I, I mean, it doesn't come from the Oasis, so it doesn't need to be a British rock band, right? Yeah, but, but the like, black paint does, so I figured. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, no, wow, you're, yeah, you're right. Okay, I forgot. I forget about the thematic guidelines that I said. Also, says Canify Forty. As long as you guys are somehow making no. Also, wait. As long as you guys are somehow making more new content than I've ever seen you do before in less time than you've ever spent making new content before. How goes work on the stairs to nowhere slash Fernsworthy revamp? Also on that one dungeon. I doubt there's anybody who plays KOL who would not like access to the elusive library. The library is probably not going anywhere. Yeah. Which and is sad. The Fernsworthy thing Fern- is... Fernsworthy thing is waiting for implementation. I'm not... I don't know what the... Yeah. I think it might I just mean, be backburnered because of more important stuff. It is. And nobody, nobody, is, nobody has gotten particularly excited about it. Did yeah. the... So did the like thing that... C.D. Moyer was hung up on. Yeah, Riff did, replaced that with a more coherent version okay. of it. Uh, Naramo says, I have several questions and or requests about the gothy chat effect. It is by far my favorite chat effect, and I would love to see it become more accessible to use in hardcore and more, more worthwhile to use while not. First up, I would love to see it as a free pull from Hanks. I understand the plus 20 miss buff it gives prevents that, so would it be possible to remove or separate that from the buff? Secondly, how come it has such a low chance of firing? Is it because of the potential to spam chat with it? Thirdly, is that also the reason that it won't fire if you have literally any other chat effect ever on? So it that does not play well with others. Yeah, it's so one of the problems with chat effects is that the the field in chat in the chat table that contains your utterance is not a text field. It is a char field, and so it is limited to two hundred and fifty five characters, and. I think that the things that you actually submit are limited to 200 characters so that chat effects won't break that, but we have to stop multiple chat effects from firing at the same time because we are dumb and didn't do... uh, I mean, like, C.D. Moyer's done a bunch of stuff. Well, I'm having a crazy deja vu moment With CSS. Hmm? I'm having a crazy deja vu moment. Why is that? Just the, the things you just said sound like something either you have said that very similarly Uh-oh. before or... something has changed in the matrix oh yeah. rats i hear some people moving around upstairs oh no our upstairs no neighbors are stoners now <laughs> uh, um let's see i always thought it was kind of lame that you wanted that if you wanted it you couldn't use it with other chat effects and still had to chat for hours if you wanted to see it more than once the number of times i've seen it fire in the past five years is staggeringly low and the number of times i've seen it on somebody who isn't me is almost non-existent please give gothy a bit of love and maybe it won't be so gothy anymore 
the fact that it kind of depresses you it is also yeah that means it's working is like thematically appropriate it's also i mean part of the reason that it fires so infrequently is that it's really annoying (laughs) right (laughs) and i mean the fact that it breaks your chat up across multiple lines and stuff like i mean noted noted i don't i don't want you to think i'm dismissing your requests because i'm glad that i'm glad that you like it and i i wish that it was more more of a more of a frequent bringer of joy to your black black heart stumps mcgee says so maybe it's just me but it seems like you guys have been cranking out content at a crazy pace recently plus we can look forward to yearly familiars crimbo class revamps finishing level 11 and age of sneaky pete so it looks like we have at least six more months of new content how are you doing this i still think it's the weed yeah i mean there's that there's the fact that we're we don't have to work on word drums anymore yeah Uh, there is there is the fact that and and this is this is a a double-edged sword i am in san francisco and my girlfriend is in phoenix right so i have literally nothing in my life to bring me any joy or satisfaction other than work um sorry buddy (laughs) It's I mean, okay. it's not that I don't enjoy hanging out with you, but but my girlfriend's here, so but we're I, always I working. Spend, yeah, I spend and less so time um, with you than no, otherwise. and that's it. But yeah, so the, the, all of those things, all of those things are things. I mean, also, I just like I am so close on the quest revamps. There is so little left that it's like I, I feel like I've got that sort of last mile energy. Also, I think I've been drinking more coffee, hmm. and also. I don't think the coffee actually has anything to do with it. If anything, if I drink too much coffee, I get all spazzy and have to like, I need to go lie down or stare at the sky. I wonder if I was more productive in my life when I consumed caffeine regularly. And the idea of getting back on caffeine as like a uh, stimulant to to improve my work capabilities has definitely uh, come up in my mind a couple times recently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you, do you still have like a philosophical objection to just being addicted to caffeine? Like you don't, I mean, you have characterized me and your girlfriend as people who structure their entire lives around feeding their caffeine addiction. And I, I can't agree with that assessment. Like, I mean, and yet every day you have to have coffee. Well, sure. Every day I spend I spend less time acquiring and making coffee than I do pissing. And you would not say that I structure my entire life around pissing. Well, but you, I mean, you have You're saying a that's bathroom right, right behind you, like... Yeah, but I have a fucking French press, like, just on the other side of the bathroom. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean, right? Like, there is, there is an extra wrinkle... You hate tying shoes. ...that is added to planning... Sure, right. yeah, I do hate tying shoes. It's, I feel like it's the same kind of objection, right? No, but wearing shoes sucks. Drinking coffee is awesome. Right? Like, <laughs> I it tastes... that's an extremely subjective stance. It, right, but I, it's the only kind I've got, bro. <laughs> like, I can't... I, like, I, I don't get to be everybody when I'm deciding whether I like coffee or not, because that would be too confusing. <laughs> um... I'm wearing shoes by choice right now. Yeah, you are, but they don't have ties. They don't. They don't have any kind of laces. <laughs> they, they have no family or. Yeah. Uh, they, that's why they're perfect to recruit as an assassin, right? <laughs> Killer shoes. Uh, 
Stumps McGee continues, do you guys feel like you've been putting out extra content recently or does it just seem like business as usual from your point of view? No, I, I feel just fucking crazy manic and inspired and driven. Cool. Like while like just in this in this room in this city. I wonder if it's the color blue. You think? Yeah. There's is there blue? Yes. Oh oh okay <laughs> that could be right. There's a huge blue blanket that is dominating my field of view basically all the time. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't really notice it. I know, right? That's cool. Um. In the past, it seems like you've always had a few, pro- few projects that you were working on that never ended up seeing the light of day. Has this been happening, or are you releasing pretty much everything you're working on? I don't know. We worked on a thing for a while while Chris Moyer was here that it's not done yet. Uh, you know, I mean, there's Fernsworthy. Do you feel like you've been neglecting anything lately that you wish you had more time for? Actually, no. Um, no, I don't. I, I definitely have a bunch of projects that are on my infinite to-do list that I'm not working on. Previously, a- there was constantly this guilt about word realms, but... Now that's gone. I have like a personal project that I'm gearing up for, but I can't actually start on it yet because the next version of Unity isn't out yet. So gearing up for a project that you can't start yet is kind of like doing nothing, Riff. Yeah. I'm doing the pre-thinking part of the Mm. the project. You're doing all the fun parts first. You're (laughs) going to burn out. You're going to get in there and you're going to be like, well, fuck. I I shot my wad. Somebody, uh, somebody who had played with the, the Unity 4.3 uh, 2D toolset said that it, they were not particularly ready for prime time yet. So really? like, I'm curious how long that's going to take for them to be up to up to speed and snuff and whatnot. He continues, if you, keep, if you keep accelerating the rate at which you're creating content, you may soon reach the video game singularity, where you make content faster than it can be explored. If that happens, does KOL Holy itself shit. become Robot Jesus? That's kind of <laughs> like, that is kind of like the singularity, right? Like... If we could make content that was awesome faster than people could consume it, that would be the holy grail of well, video games. But I mean, we could, right? Like, no. We, we could dole out content. That's what I'm saying. We could yeah, make, that's we not could the make same, content. Though. Yeah, I, I mean, you're, you're you know right. I, you it's know not exactly the same, what but I think I mean. it is it. But it is it. But you know exactly what I mean. And it's a matter <laughs> of degree, I think, and not character, right? Because, I mean, you, uh, like, I mean, the world is 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 getting close to doling out more video game content than people can consume. Sure, it's Man. probably it might be at that point. If that procedural yeah. MMO got released, like it just it it's it inf- infinite. No, it wouldn't. I mean, yeah. If somebody figures out a and and I I am convinced that we will get there. I am convinced that for the video game equivalent of genre fiction, like your your KOL, your your World of Warcraft, your whatever that you we will and i think in our lifetimes we will see a self we will see a self-generating western game we will see a self-generating fantasy game where just just set up by particular rules just everything is yeah where just everything is everything is is procedurally generated Mm -hmm. and original and and specific to you specific to the player without anything other than the systems having been authored um Interesting, you know, and I and I and I think that's probably cool for a while. I mean, you know, there was certainly a lot more of that in Skyrim than there was in any of the other Elder Scrolls games, and it wasn't. Yeah. You could very much see the cracks in it, but I think they did not spend a whole lot of time on that. They didn't spend nearly as much time on that as they did on the authored stuff. What we need is convincing text to speech, so that 
Oh, so, yeah. that, so that generated stuff can start being voice acted so that generated stuff reaches even, you know, five years ago, triple A. That's what, isn't that what, that's what the Japanese are doing with those Vocaloid um, anime singer characters. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that there is probably some trick that you could do. I mean, I'm saying that there is, there is probably some, like, five-sentence paragraph that you could have somebody read and then have a computer just be able to say anything in their voice. Yeah, just break it all down uh, to... Apparently that's an easier problem in, in Japanese than it is in English because of the smaller number of distinct phonemes. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I think... Although it is weird, computer-generated voices don't sound that much better than they did 20 years ago. Oh, I think they sound way, way better. They sound a little better, but not that much better. Hmm. Siri sounds I mean, Dr. all right. Doctor Sabezo was fucking completely coherent, right? Sure. Hmm. Like I think I I don't think that Siri is twice as good as Doctor Sabezo, but I think Siri is running on ten thousand times the hardware power that Doctor Sabezo was running on, right? Huh. Most of what she says is is like canned sentences. It's only when she hmm. has to like do a Google search for you that she has to say something new, right? Uh, Deus Ex Machina says, what are you guys giving out as Halloween candy? Nothing. We live in an apartment here, and I cannot imagine that anyone will trick-or-treat. Yeah, God. This would <laughs> be a nightmare street. Yeah. Yeah, God, fuck. I mean, just fucking turds and just just uh, broken, broken pint bottles of think, cheap vodka. Yeah, I don't think you should ask hobos for candy yeah. at Halloween. <laughs> uh, assuming that you can remember back 11 years, don't worry, I can barely remember what I had for dinner yesterday. How much time are you spending revamping the classes compared to the time spent creating them? Uh, more. I mean... That's a weird... Creating the classes didn't take any time. Creating the classes was deciding what they were named. Right, but because they didn't have created I mean, skills, there and skills like in the class. game for a long There's time. There's a bunch yeah. of things that are wrapped up in a, yeah. in a class that... No, but I mean, I like I am spending significantly more time on these revamp skills because I'm basically having to rewrite all the old skills, even if that's just cutting and pasting the code into a new place. Right. Like, most of the skills in the game prior to this are like three or four lines of code, right? I mean, it wasn't... It just it wasn't a big deal. There wasn't anything to compare it to. There wasn't there wasn't really any kind of important structure in which they existed until the level 13, 14, and 15 skills came out. That was after Ascension, you know, the the competitive game was for real at that point. Anyway, Saltisid says, do you plan to fix Deft Hand so that it doesn't work against starfishing with the seal tooth? It would otherwise be a perfectly fine skill. This is really frustrating. You know, I round it up because people like doing more damage and not less damage. And, I guess it's uh, time to floor. Mm-hmm. What do you think about having a candy-themed dungeon? We have all this equipment that gives plus candy drops, but nowhere really good to use them. Maybe to adventure in, you must have Sugar Rush active. That's uh, that's a cool idea. Hmm. Uh, and then he says, would it be possible to have two familiars active at the same time? I was thinking it would make for a really interesting Turtle Tamer skill if it was for TTs only and the familiars were half weight each. It'd be powerful, but I don't think it'd be overpowered. I think it would be overpowered because two half weight volleyballs is way like better than one volleyball. Yeah. For instance, hmm. plus um, all the it would mainly be good for getting the benefits from familiars that do things unrelated to do. weight. Yeah, I mean, he's talking about like spleen drop familiars and other stuff like that at the same time as having basic utility familiars. But I don't mm. think that it would actually work that way. Also, that would require a 
massive. I mean, it wouldn't be like I could probably do it in a couple hours, just replacing every if familiar equals this to if has familiar out this. Oh, you know, well. like I, it, it wouldn't be. Oh, that, that would lead to the possibility of having every familiar out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Aksaka says, please tell us about the Mega Ultra Sour Ball. Was it put in to compete with Spice Melange or is the ultimate lure for returning to Trick or Treat? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, they're not on the same, like, timer or yeah, counter you can or use, whatever. You can so use both of them. And, yeah. the, you know, this was just a different... I mean, it, it's, it seems... It seems like the parity between them is way off now because you've had five days of trick-or-treating. But when this becomes a thing where it's like only a handful of these are going to enter the game once every 70 days or whatever, then it it gets to be, I think, similar. Do you in mean 90 days? Availability. Is it 90 days? Yeah. 90 I thought it was, I always think it's like Although 70. there's the real-world Halloween, which... Yeah, which is another, another time. Four times a year, basically, you get it, right? Or four yeah. and a half times a year. Um, P.S. The new trick-or-treating captures the essence of the real thing, namely rushing to reach as many houses as possible and being happy at finding a house with good candy. Man, I I put out the call for brainstorming on what a new trick-or-treating would work like, and everyone except me had the same best idea, which is that there should be fucking houses that you click on to <laughs> trick-or-treat. And I'm just like, why? What the fuck is wrong with me that it was ever not that? Like, that is just so so clearly how this was supposed to be. I think I was able to pretty pretty successfully synthesize everybody's suggestion. It's, yeah, it seems seems great. Um, People had almost universal uh, praise for how it turned out. Yeah, I mean, we just I mean, it's kind of like give them a bunch of free shit, right? Sure. You know? But, it, I mean, it's just like it's more fun, it's you yep. know, it's it's got more flavor, it's stuff. Like, Somebody was sad uh, that there are no females. Yes. In the, and, but, I mean, there's also the candy that they drop, too. Yeah, that's, that was time for that to go away. It was crazy common. Well, right, because th- that was a thing that piled up as an ancillary... The spooky surprise eggs. Yeah, I, th- I gotta imagine those are still mall minimum. Okay. They're, they're, like, still, they're still gettable. There's, um, they still drop from the big bowl of candy, and there's uh, at least one outfit that gives you collections oh. of the old candies that you can get those mm, okay. from. I don't know. Uh, Silent Tristero says, the sheer amount of content you've added since I started playing again makes me very, very happy. I just wanted to let you know that every time I type slash Kenneth, I smile a glorious smile. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's super great. <laughs> that is pretty great. <laughs> um, also, I made it, I did, after that thread, I made it so you can just type slash Kenneth and it will tell you what frequency you're on. That was a, that was a fucking great idea. I don't remember who's, was that, was the walkie talkie your idea? Hot stuff. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was awesome. It's weird because I feel like in the past people have asked for individualized chat channels and we've never done it. And then suddenly it's like, oh, this is the perfect context for yeah. letting people do that. Although they're not like private. Like, yeah, which is security great. Security through obscurity. Yeah. That is, and that is, it is so much easier to do it non privately. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise we have to the, like work out some difference. sort of checkout system. Like there would have to be some whole infrastructure. Whereas this was like, hey, Chris, while you're five feet away from me why don't you make this thing happen and it took like five minutes you know it was like basically just making another clan channel which we've had to do every time we've added a new dungeon or anything so it was just yeah uh also what is next in the level 11 quest to be revamped if you are planning to revamp it fuck yes i am i don't know spooky raven or the pirates will get that the palindrome the palindrome would probably be the easiest 
thing. But you have to do it forwards and backwards. Yeah, in time. that's gonna that's gonna be weird. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! You guys tonight are getting the <laughs> best. God damn it, Riff. Yeah. Just so just good. Super, super pleased with your uh, so good palindrome contribution. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just it it was unbelievable to me that that was just that was out there in the ether <laughs> to be collected. By your by your brilliance. Gattery says, I remember you saying that one of the SEAL Clubber revamp goals was making it so SEAL Clubbers could hypothetically advance by just hitting the attack button over and over. It's my first hardcore run, consequently very low skill, and I just wanted to say your goal is achieved. With MP being a scarce resource, smacks become the minority in my combat actions, and I'm progressing just fine. Thanks for all the new content. Well, sweet. Um, that said, I, think, I feel like we should still make them stronger. Yeah, I think, I think that we are probably going to make a pass back through the SEAL Clubber. Probably going to... So I, th- I think the current plan is we eliminate Aya the Stoat, make all the smacks work as though Aya the Stoat was active all the time, and replace Aya the Stoat with a powerful metagame relevant skill um, that is that will be mechanically unique to Seal Clubbers. Not really, but in the base game. Um, and then probably make it so uh, some of the other passives are they do something if you don't have fury and then do a bunch more if you do have fury mm-hmm. so like the thing you know and and I could see even like multiplying the bonus damage from fury by like 5 and that, that would be fucking fine you know yeah we'll I mean, see we'll have to we'll have to look at them and not go crazy with it but but I could definitely see like cranking up not the passive hp regen but the fury based hp regen from from buoyancy and that kind of thing uh, Yatsufusa says this is, a, this is an excellent question actually I have to admit that in years of playing the game I haven't developed any feeling for how damage in KOL works even with the formulas right in front of me would it be possible to have some kind of display somewhere in the game that shows us how much damage our currently available spells slash attacks slash skills auto attack would deal with our current equipment no <laughs> uh, because it is also very much dependent on the monster that you're fighting yep um, which is super problematic it was also nobody understood how damage worked in word realms. I was just about to say, and we were we had we had promised that we would put more math in, and we just never did. Yeah, um, or at least the ability to turn on the math so yeah. that we could understand it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's possible that we could like store some metadata that we could then give you as a mouse over in the damage readout in KOL that would maybe explain like this is how much because there is I mean on dev we see some stats about it it's like this is how much damage your weapon did this is how much you got from bonuses this is how much you got from out muscling right. your opponent or whatever I mean probably if, if we had it to do over again we would not put in combat formulas that just could arbitrarily scale to any number we would just be more careful about designing enemies and designing abilities and designing character progression to not just be the sort of unfettered random mess that KOL's combat is as a result of all of the numbers having started out as being meaningless jokes. Right. Um, it KOL is interesting from a system's point of view because of that, right? And there's there would have been no other way to learn this than to make something that was a joke that suddenly people started taking seriously, but that had to preserve its fundamental nature 
as a thing where, oh, this is mostly a game about watching numbers get bigger. Um, but yeah, sorry. There's not really any way outside of combat to understand how much damage you're going to do without knowing what you're going to be fighting. Um, I mean, we've gone a little bit of the way towards that by telling you how much base damage weapons are doing, right? But And, and you know, I guess you don't have a readout of your bonus damage. Um, that's not exposed, but anyway, guy says, any chance of granting disco nap the now deceased name disco power nap? Power naps are just way cooler than regular naps. Yeah, I could see that. Also, it's worth noting that multiple other revamps occurring during the Halloween revamp means that we have officially achieved revampception. I wonder if Crimbo's <laughs> going to be revamp themed. No. Chilled says, so the level 10, uh, well, unless, unless by revamp you mean bears. <laughs> uh, so the level 10 quest just got revised earlier this year and now you don't need to do the giant castle map quest to get the super deluxe airship however the only purpose of the awful poetry journal fairly common good auto sell drop from the easily meat farm gotcha giant was to help you complete that quest now it's just vendor trash thoughts um wasn't it gonna be at one of the spell books we did i th- we thought about doing no the fanfic was the one we, that we were uh, talking about doing that for sleaze spells but i think we ended up we didn't want to push that back that late in the level progression so we just put a thing in the library in the spooky raven library that did all those i don't know that anybody ever uses those and there's like yeah, the, i don't think so it was not brought up as a necrotelonomicon super important uh, yeah i mean i could see just making it a combat item <laughs> you know uh, any word on the 2014 calendars, he continues. Are they in the store in the store. We just okay. haven't announced it. That's oh. the thing. So people don't know about it. I, I wasn't sure when we're, we were going to do all of that, like when it made sense. Kirbis says, why is it spelled Krugerand with two Gs instead of Krugerand with one G? Uh, Isn't Freddy Krueger with two Gs? I don't remember. I don't know. I must have looked or that is up. Or one of them has One of Gs. them has two Gs, and I decided to use two Gs. Let's see. Because it's, it's an old... Uh, D, Kru- yeah, Kruger only has one G. Okay, so then the the coin, or unless the coin does the coin, the coin has two Gs, I believe. Well, because if it also only has one, then yeah. we're just doubling up on the Gs because there's one in each. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck, Kruger and only has one G. Wow. Huh. So, huh. is that just where uh, we switch between Kruger and Kruger? <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to fix that. Okay. I love the idea of a coin stamped "I'm your boyfriend" now, because that is <laughs> just such a throwaway line from. Oh Super god! Super creepy. That though. scene is so gross. Yeah. So gross and so scary. Because what the fuck? If that can happen, anything can happen. Yep. That guy is in charge now, and we are fucked. Yeah. That's what that scene says. Also, "I'm your boyfriend" now is what that scene says. Um, F says I don't usually dream about Jick but on Monday I did you were sick and knocking on death's door Hot Stuff and Riff were trying to decide if they should tell people or not how's your health lately any nagging cough or high fever uh, no cough I haven't uh, used a thermometer in many years though so I mean that's how he keeps his temperature down <laughs> yeah by not using it, not wasting a bunch of energy using a thermometer uh, Finvaro says I love all these revamps you're doing and I'm enjoying the content I can't think of a decent question what's something about upcoming content that I don't know and which nobody else asked today Upcoming content. It has a super, super sweet palindrome. Dome. Palindrome? 
Palindrome. Lord Hack says, so with Noodles getting all sorts of nerfs, it is, is it at all likely that higher level monsters are going to lose some of their stun resistance? No, it is likely that higher level monsters, from a certain point of view, are going to get even more stun <laughs> resistance. Uh, I've been playing around with the new Disco Bandit and Seal Clubber skills, and it's a little disappointing that high level combat, where you'd expect the new skills to have the most impact, seeing as how they're mostly cool combat tricks, often don't work at all. I don't know that it's reasonable to expect the new skills to have the most impact in high level combat. Also, what do you mean have no effect at all? Yeah, I mean... In high-level combat, like, you miss use or? shadow noodles, right? I mean, that's like it is a universal stun that is more effective than entangler noodles, and it's just more expensive. But in high-level combat, you've got more MP, so you, that's fine. While I'm talking about stuns, is there any way that the skills granted by the Merc and Switchblade and its ilk could stun the gladiators again? I understand why you made it so those monsters couldn't be stunned or staggered, but since those skills were sort of designed for that part of the quest, it feels like they should shine there. Hmm. Yeah. I guess once we made them no stagger, the staggers in those skills didn't. Huh. I can't think of an easy way to get around that. Yeah. Actually. That sucks. I mean, I guess we could could make a, you know, instead of monster attacks equals false, monster seriously doesn't fucking attack equals true (laughs) if if it's a merkin. Right. And then... Are stuns just too powerful in KOL? The compromise you seem to be going for with the skill revamp is that stuns also have a deleveling combat so that you get something even when a stun doesn't work, and that seems like a good idea to me. I mean, the compromise with entangling noodles for other classes, I didn't give that a deleveling component as as an olive branch. Like, I did it because I just didn't want it to be a... I mean, it is a waste of mana, but I didn't want it to just be... I didn't want it to just do nothing in exchange for the mana, right? So... Anyway, since I've been sort of negative this question, I love the new trick-or-treat and the class revamp events have been great so far. A little short, but in a leave-the-morning-more sort of way, and I can't wait to see what's in store for the other classes. Well, gosh. Uh, Starwed says, Would you consider giving Seal Clubber some sort of bonus to hit with regular melee attacks? I think that would help a lot. You often end up in situations where you can't hit anything in the zones that have opened up, and the skills are too mana-intensive to use every combat when you're new to the gamer in hardcore. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. Uh, special request, could you please add something to the arena flyering quest that lets you know your exact progress? Even if you plan on revamping that in the fullness of time, if it's a quick fix, I think it would be worth it. Hmm. Exact progress. Because like, you get a granular progress now, you don't you? You do. I thought there were a bunch of, like, player tools that gave you much more yeah, but finely I mean, tuned. But that's not a... That's not a good... Well, but we don't give exact progress. Like, yeah. in most cases, it's a... Like... Yeah. I mean, I could look at it and see how granular it is and maybe make it slightly more granular. I, could probably, I think it's probably like five stages. Five stages, yeah. If I'm thinking correctly. Yeah. I mean, that's what I remember it being. Uh, Gattery says, any chance you could add sort by auto cell value to native advanced filtering and sorting interface, please? Uh, ask C.D. Moyer. WVO Quinn says, if you could add one letter to the English alphabet, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> queef. Uh, triple U. That's really good. Uh, I was going to say Kron, but... Okay. Um, Kron, I don't believe that you are a real letter. (laughs) HKC says, The hats you get from the trapper made of Groar's fur don't confer any cold resistance. This seems odd. Is Groar's fur somehow not an insulating material? Is that why he was doing his angry, angry Yeti routine? Because his mutant, non-insulating fur caused him to be freezing his abominable nuts pretty much all the time? (laughs) Yeah, that's why he has to fly, is so he doesn't get his nuts on the snow. Abominable nuts. (laughs) 
Oi, hey, says Maharito, consolidating others' concerns. If Claws of the Walrus and Deft Hands and any other absolute damage increasing skills were toggleable intrinsics, a la Flavor of Magic instead of passives, I'm pretty sure the kingdom would have your babies. I am pretty sure that I could count the number of people who would be honestly happy about that change on like two dicks. <laughs> Are they your dicks or George Washington dicks? Yeah. One of them is mine. Um, A tenth of George Washington's dicks. The, the way that that is going to get addressed is that I am going to eliminate every excuse anyone has to want to do as little damage as possible. Uh, for fuck's sake, I... Uh, well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. We could also just make a zero MP skill that always does one damage, right? Yeah. And just doesn't, it doesn't take any bonuses from anything, and we could put it on a skill book and make it available somewhere. Yeah, no, that's and fine. I would rather, I would rather do that. Then everything else can can take its bonuses, yeah. and then that, like, just have that. The the you know people will bitch if we put in a passive spell damage bonus skill, which I'm certain that we will, and probably two of them, with the mess class revamps. But that is, I mean, we're also going to change the way that sauce synergy works so that you don't get pissed off when spells crit, for instance. Like it's we need to we need to make that not a thing that upsets people because it is fucking stupid to not want passive skills that increase your ability to kill stuff in an RPG. I get I get why it is rational from your point of view, but that is my failure. The fact that that is rational to anyone is my failure. I am currently playing a game on my phone where I have avoided getting skills that make me hit harder because I, like there are in-world bonuses that I can get that allow me to... What game like, is that? the crossword dungeon game oh the fast if you kill stuff real fast you don't get nearly as many bonuses yeah and that's just bad, bad. well and right like yeah. I, I it is kind of bullshit it, it makes the game more tedious and uh should not be should not be acceptable Lugzender says i'll admit i like them as passives a toggleable intrinsic wouldn't feel right to me yeah i mean every time every time that comes up hey can you make all passives toggleable my answer is an emphatic fuck no I don't know why. I don't know why it drives me f- so batty. I mean, it's because it's because the fact that this problem exists is my fault. That is why. That is why the the idea is so gross to me of making all passives toggleable. Yeah, I just. Uh, Alexander says. And continues rather just comments today uh, I'm excited about the revampiness that's been happening at least 60 new skills are still imminent as of this writing we'll probably see 15 of them tonight at rollover for the accordion thief which is exciting yes it is then the hidden city and the oasis slash desert and the trick-or-treating all rather nifty and exciting and fun and engaging so I just wanted to give a kudos well thank you thank you Alexander and thank you for not agreeing that those things should be toggleable intrinsics. Hamfish <laughs> says, oh, quick, somebody needs to come up with spooky Halloween names for Jick Riff and Hot Stuff. And then Saltisid suggests Lich, Death Whiff, and Rot Muff. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you must have, uh, you, you must have run, run, had a run-in with the Yeast Master earlier. Oh, <laughs> they gave you a bad case man. of Rot Muff. <laughs> Oh, gross. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> terrible. All right, well, we're going to go eat something real fast. and then, Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'll be back with a video games hot dog. And, uh, yeah, 
cool uh we'll see you guys on the next kingdom of loathing podcast yeah have a great week everybody